Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we are fresh off of Forbidden Door, and Rick was there. And this is our review show. So welcome, everybody. So how was it? It was great. I'm a little sad, though, because that this was our last, I, when I went to Forbidden Door reference. It's been, a, <laughs> it's, 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 it's been a gimmick that we've been riding for a couple months now, and yeah, I'm a little sad that it's over. But Well, now the you show can tell everybody you were there. That's right. Now, like every time we reference something that happened at Forbidden Door, I can say, right. "Hey, you know what? I was at Forbidden Door." All right, that's that works. I can go with that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was long, but it was great. It was it was long. It was fun though. Yeah, I had a great time. It was like it was outstanding. the The crowd, both shows, the crowd for the the collision the day before and um, Forbidden Door. Did it come across loud on TV? Because it was loud in the building. Yes, it did. Oh, yeah, it came across very loud. Nice. I haven't seen the actual like pay-per-view show i just saw what i was live so i don't i didn't see it on tv it was it was it was really good um just every, everything about it was was fun yeah you could tell everyone there was super hyped yes yeah it had a vibe it definitely had a vibe for sure nice um what, what was the, what was the merch like no no oh yeah i have a i have a whole a whole rant on this i've already told both you guys but i have to tell everybody else so first of all collision the like the saturday show you would think i mean it wasn't sold out it was like i don't know six thousand people something like that there right right they had one merch stand open which i thought also kind of small for six thousand people but whatever i fine <laughs> they had one cm punk shirt one fdr <laughs> shirt and a bunch of like collision and AEW logo merchandise. The CM Punk shirt sold out like before the show started. So before like it was like seven o'clock, it was gone. Um, so basically they were down to one FDR shirt and some like logo <laughs> merchandise. And that's it. And then I was oh thinking, okay, well, it's it's collision, it's a new show. Maybe they're right. trying to sell collision merchandise and it's a pay-per-view tomorrow. That has to be better. It was <laughs> it was arguably worse. <laughs> <laughs> Like they had a that's... truck, they had a truck outside, which I was excited to see when I got there. I'm like, oh, there's a merch truck. That's got to be nope, nope. Right. Just like you, <laughs> it's. I think New Japan might have had their merchandise there because they had like some New Japan shirts, and um, they had some AEW shirts. The only like wrestler branded shirt they had in the truck or in the two stands inside was Bullet Club Gold. That's it. <laughs> they had no <laughs> punk stuff, no Jericho, no BCC, no Elite. No, no, none of them. No sting. None of like the guys that you would expect to have merchandise for. None of them. Not one. Not I one shirt. I don't get it. Insane. Like, you know, they'd make a crap load of money if they had better merch. Right. I don't yeah. get what they're doing. I, I get that. Like, they get it from pro wrestling tees that like prints on demand. Right. But this is a pay-per-view. They know what's happening. Right. Can't they like order a month from, a month in advance, like a whole ton of merchandise? And like, yeah, it'll take them some time to print it. But like give them some like they it, this wasn't a surprise right. right and it's a full canadian tour like i yeah. think i said like oh they'll probably have truckloads of stuff because they're going to be there for like two weeks <laughs> yeah <No. laughs> collision collision is basically the cm punk show right. and they they didn't have enough shirts they so they ran out like how do you, how does that even logistically happen <laughs> that like CM Punk just came back. It's a new show that's basically his show. And like, oh yeah, we're gonna have you know a couple hundred T-shirts. That's it. <laughs> it's it's insane. It's insane. It, it, it is. No sense to 
me because like, yeah, you can order online and like the shirts were expensive there. So maybe ordering online, but like ordering online in Canada is like, it's, you have to pay in us dollars. You have to pay us shipping, like possibly customs. Like it's a whole thing. But even if the price ends up being the same, right. Even if it caught, cause the shirts were expensive right. there, even if it ends up being the same. Like I was, when I going there, I was like, Ooh, merch truck, I'm going to buy a bunch of stuff. Right. And now I'm like, eh. Like, cause it's, you're out of the moment. It's you've moved on now. Right. Like I'm no exactly. You'll impulse buy stuff while you're there to be like, Oh, I'm going to buy an extra shirt. Cause that shirt looks really cool. I didn't think it looked that cool, but like, no, no option for that. <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And when you sent me the picture, I, I laughed because they didn't have any shirts, but you could buy a $600 turnbuckle. <laughs> and a $700 TNT, a replica TNT yeah. title. Yeah. yeah. They had that. <laughs> Yeah, who's gonna buy that ever? It, that goes back to the Jericho quote of you know we need to start acting like a professional company that everybody needs to have their merch there. Literally. Yeah, of course. Like there's indie feds where you can go and like you can get all the t-shirts from like the wrestlers there. Right. It, yeah. Even if they do, just leave it up to the wrestlers. Like, you know, if uh, Billy Starks wanted to have a shirt at the merch table, she should just give her shirts to aew to sell you know what i mean like yeah literally anything other than that. like you go to a wwe show i'm sure that you you yes. could spend you could buy you could buy a shirt from literally everyone there i'm sure yes yeah it's it's yeah. They, it has <laughs> to be costing the money because like yes you can buy online but like people will buy it while they're there because they're having a good time they just saw a great like if they had kenny omega shirts after this event they would have sold out of kenny omega shirts because like people yeah. were pumped after the show Right, they would have bought before the show. Everyone yeah. loves them. Yeah, it's like I wonder what the reasoning for this is because, I mean, we told you when we went to the Pittsburgh show, there was like nothing there. Right. Yeah, and I can even kind of understand like a dynamite or a collision or whatever because like they're only in that town for a day. They don't want to bring a whole truckload of stuff because like if right. they don't sell it, then they have to drive it to the next town. Right. right. But you're right. Like they're in Canada for a month, and this is a pay per view. Like right. With that sold like 15,000 tickets or whatever, like they could have just had them there. It's And then if they didn't sell them, Hamilton is an hour and a half away. Just drive them to Hamilton and try to sell them there. Right. Like it's, exactly. yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. The, the, the merch, the merch at AEW is, is pathetic. Like, I mean, it's say what it is. It's bad. <laughs> But like everyone else does it. Like you go to a concert, they have shirts. You go to you go to yeah. anything else, you can buy merch. How come they can't do it? I don't. It's they, like they're a four year old company. If they were a brand new company, maybe. But like every band has t shirts when Absolutely. you go to see a show. So how do they not do it? I don't. I don't understand. Like there, there has to be the like they're making a decision not to do it. Right. Yeah. It has to be like some odd like tax loop or something like something that I don't understand. Don't but it has yeah. to be it can't just be that this that, oh we didn't realize people want to buy merchandise like all <laughs> <do>. <laughs> like, i can understand if it was the first year of the company and you're like oh i don't know how many t-shirts to bring because i don't know how many shirts people are going to buy right but like right. it's been a long time now and yeah it and if pro wrestling tees can't print stuff like give them time like they know this pay-per-view was happening you know who people want to buy. Bring some stuff for right. like the top. If you're only gonna, if you, even if it's like the top ten wrestlers, like you know people are going to buy CM Punk and Danhausen and oh, absolutely the acclaimed and the elite. Like, you, did they not think that maybe someone in Canada would want a Kenny Omega shirt? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it really was. Yeah. And I just th- wonder how much money they've lost out on not doing that. I'm assuming a lot because like, yeah, not everybody who would have bought something there then goes online after and orders the same thing they would have bought at the show. No, I, th- I feel like there's no way to do that. That's impulse buying. Once you get yeah. home and you're like, oh, I don't really need that. Right. Yeah. You're in the moment. You had a couple drinks. You know, seriously, you're just having a good time. Like, oh, yeah. Like I, if I bought a, a, you know, like a, I wanted to buy a CM Punk shirt, which they sold out of. If I had bought that, I'm probably not wearing that regularly, right? Like, I'll wear it to like wrestling stuff. Right. So, but in the moment, I'm like, that's, I want that shirt. I'm going to buy it. Now I sit and think, <laughs> you know, I'm probably never going to wear that shirt. Why should I buy it? You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you think you're, you're purchasing it. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It was the one really negative thing of the weekend just because. You would think at least at a pay-per-view they would have right merchandise. Like, are they going to go to Wembley Stadium in front of seventy thousand people? <laughs> like, is this what is this actually what they're going to do? <laughs> like, and I mean, you you brought up a good point. Like, we usually trash WWE on here, but WWE is going to England. They actually set up a whole store that's there now correct right like, like, in advance like they set it up like a week before the show yeah <laughs> go buy stuff like when, when they were here for i don't know what pay-per-view like a few years ago they're here for like SummerSlam or something yeah they had an entire store like for a week before that you could just go and buy anything like they have See, that's all, awesome all their merchandise was there it's insane like that's such a great idea because like like if a kid's not going to the show you could still get a shirt you know what i mean like right that's just such a great idea. Yeah, AEW needs to do that. Like now. <laughs> <laughs> I just with all the people they've hired to do like production and like Jeff Jarrett for booking and like haven't they hired a single person who knows anything about <laughs> merchandise? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It, this unless, isn't this isn't like ECW where like you know Taz was designing the shirts right. himself and selling them <laughs> out of his trunk, right? Like this is a like a you're right, they're like real company, right? <laughs> like yeah, like you said, it's it's an honest decision being made. So it's got to be someone decided not to do this. Yeah, because it's and I'm surprised more people don't complain about it. Honestly, like uh, I'm thinking anyway. maybe maybe they have a deal with pro wrestling tees that everything sold has to go through them. Maybe I or like they can't sell it themselves. They have to sell it through their. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know, but, but they it, need to figure it out because that's horseshit. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's it yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense, none whatsoever. But the show was good regardless, even without right. even the fact even that I didn't get any merchandise. The show was great. Um, it's but like I would have spent like like money, <laughs> and I'm sure everyone there. If if the shirts were fifty bucks, if everyone there, half the people there had bought a fifty dollars shirt, there was like there was fourteen thousand people there. Oh yeah, there you go. Like, <laughs> like, the come minute. on. Like, yeah. Wow. Anyway. Anyway, um, I felt that it was appropriate that Renee and RJ City hosted Zero Hour up for television. Were they there, like, like even before they went on air? Like, were they? Just yeah, they were there, around? like talking. They were talking, but like the the mics that they use for the TV must be different mics than they use for the inside the arena. Because we could, we could, we could hear them at the beginning when they came out, and they're like, "Zero hour is going to start," and they did that. But then, like when they were talking to the TV audience, we couldn't really hear them. Ah, 
well, which dumb. is another AEW has another problem <laughs> with audio. Like the show, I thought it was fine, but I saw people complaining about the audio, like in the arena. And once in a while, mm. you're, you'll see people like I think you guys mentioned you couldn't hear the yes. promos on the screen, right? Yes. But yeah, when we were there live, it was it, the like the the music was good, but it would be when they would do like a backstage segment, it was just awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, this yeah, this didn't have very many backstage segments, so that wasn't. Right. But like, I I've heard that problem. I know we just sound like we're like bashing. The show was great. I had a great time. I loved right. it. I'm not like bashing AEW, but like these are things where like you would think they would have solved these problems by now. Yeah, uh, but hey. well, they, the crowd did break into an RJ City chant, which I felt like if you edited it properly, it could sound like they're they're saying Rick City. So I was, ah, I thought that would work cool. out well. That that is pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and Renee called it Scotiabank Center, which is the thing that they've been all calling it since they announced the show. It's called Scotiabank Arena. Scotiabank Center is like yeah. in Halifax, different building. Uh, I'm. I'm blown away that only two companies own absolutely everything in Canada and it's oh yeah Rogers. And, and, they, and, and they continue <laughs> and they continuously try to like buy more just to like yeah it, it, I don't understand how it's not a monopoly but <laughs> then it's okay anyway oh, well. <laughs> anyways um well on zero hour there were we had four matches um well first off let's congratulate Biddy Suno bullshit but whatever i um, know i was i was i was like undefeated in these prediction contests and then yeah. we brought biddy on and now she's like oh i know what i'm talking about and just like decided I, to do to embarrass both of us i also deserve an extra credit because i called jungle boy going heel thank you, you. Yes. thank you yes <laughs> you did i still haven't won one of these damn things yet <laughs> <laughs> i've done every one but anyways uh every match every match i thought was fantastic um the only complaint that i would really have had and it was the last match um of the the zero hour i had no idea who lij was i mean easily could just look them up which i did after the fact realized it was a little faction but I just thought that was weird that that was the last match when, like, it was United Empire versus Lij, and I don't think a lot of casual—I shouldn't say casual because that's there's not casual AEW fans, but I think a lot of AEW fans wouldn't even realize maybe who both of those teams were. That right. was a bad yeah, selling I, point. I agree. Like the, the the crowd at the show knew. Like the crowd was a very very like. Oh yeah no new japan crowd like they knew every single like they were chanting stuff at new japan wrestlers i didn't know what they were talking about like they they are very oh, nice. new japan wrestling um but yeah i i've heard of um lij because they've been on some new japan shows plus they're the the japanese version of um Rush's right. fact correct but i didn't know that the actual wrestlers in it same here like I knew that it existed, but I, <laughs> it was, I don't know. I just, that was weird, a weird ender. I would have ended with like, I don't know, probably what they started with the chaos desperado and mogul embassy. It's yeah. You know, that or, um, or, uh, Athena and Billy Starks. Or that, uh, 
but anyway, that was just my little nitpick. Biddy, do you have any nitpicks? I mean, Rick kind of set the tone, so <laughs> I didn't watch Zero Hour. <gasps> oh, jeez. Sorry, I was getting crappy ramen at a new place here. Mm. So you well, see, now, you do better than us at the contest, <laughs> but then you don't even watch the show. <laughs> well, I no, see, then well, the rule is you have to pick Zero Hour Two now from now on. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's the sad part. That <laughs> part. I didn't uh, even know I won until you guys told me you could have lied to me. I think we had the same until the last match. Yep. We yeah, because I, I, because uh, I messed it up and said that Rick won, and then I was like, oh wait, no, he didn't. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew I, I knew I lost when we got to the last match. I was like, oh, that was the one difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, all in all, all in all, I thought zero hour was. I think that was the best pre-show they ever did Um, because they they actually sold the pay-per-view like remember back in the day what was it called uh when it was wwf that was the free-for-all free-for-all yeah they have to they have to sell it to you because like now it's on the network they don't have to sell it to you but exactly still needs to sell yeah and that that's exactly what this reminded me of like they would rj and renee would come out do a little segment and then there'd be the match and then wow that was great and you know it was just hey 10 minutes left like oh yeah just yeah it was memories good. of the 90s it was um, good yes um thoughts on el phantasmo versus stew the the crowd seemed insane for that believe yeah yeah it was um i just wanted uh yeah it was great um i just want to shout out his jacket it was oh, El Fantasma's cool. jacket is great, <laughs> and, and like the best part was like they have a guy at ringside when they hand when they take off their stuff, right? They hand it to a guy at ringside who takes it away. Um, mm-hmm. But he took off his flashing jacket; it was still flashing, and he handed it to the guy. And I guess no one knew how to turn it off. And oh. he just he, he he walked up the ramp the whole time with this like flashing <laughs> jacket. Like, it was great. I was just following that's, the jacket because I was like, "That's amazing." That's awesome. Uh yeah, the crowd seemed very into this match, and I was, I was actually kind of surprised uh, that it got as loud in the building as it did. For yes, this match. Stu, it was great. Match. Popular, so, yeah, w- w- what did everybody think of the Righteous? I mean, they have the they have they have it sold right because they do that intro where the guy claps. I don't even know their names. Yeah, um, but the guy claps, so like everyone immediately claps because someone's clapping. So we're like, I want to clap too, and then you just clap <laughs> along. And it it works. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, well, well, it's kind of buzz over uh, zero hour. Uh, Billy Starks and Athena. I I thought Billy Starks had a heck of a showing. If this was her uh, job application, I think she passed. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Billy Starks' all elite uh, graphic here real soon. Well, the crazy thing, she's only 18. She just graduated high school. Yeah, it's yes. nuts. <laughs> I yes. like, I just, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts. It, she was also her valedictorian. I, they said that. Really? What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How, <laughs> how do these people find time to do all this? It's still like, <laughs> God. And she's going to go to college in the fall. That's why they're successful and we're doing a podcast <laughs> talking about them. Yes. And be like, I don't know how that works. <laughs> People having drive in a, in a work ethic. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Like I, when they said all that, um, 
yeah, she's going to college in the fall and still going to be a full-time wrestler. Like that nice. is. I, I also really like that Athena got to be. She, now that she won, especially she's going to be on AEW TV because she's been doing yes a job, and and yeah. all the other like ROH champions have been on AEW TV, like Brian Cage's group and and Claudio yeah. and some Joe. Like it was weird that she was the eight the ROH women's champion, but she was never on AEW. So I hope that now she gets to be on because her character has been really fun. Oh, her character. Yeah, she's been ruling ROH. It's awesome. Um, opening match, AEW World Championship, Tanahashi versus MJF. What's it like when Tanahashi's music hits? Because it seems like it's awesome. Yeah, people loved it. He, like, I mean, he, both every, literally everyone at this show was super over. Even guys who I, I personally like, I know who Tanahashi is, but like there was guys I didn't know, but like literally everybody got a crowd pop every right. single person came like it was it was really cool um it's wow, awesome and like mjf people are always torn on like he, he comes out you immediately cheer <laughs> then you boom and then like right. he does something funny and people chant mjf but then he flips you off so you boom again like it's like <laughs> he knows what he's doing with the crowd oh yeah it's so good um just on uh, Monday morning, someone said that they saw him at the airport um, when he was leaving town and he was like super nice to the like to the staff and everything. Yeah, and he was like he was like then he caught a glimpse of me and he was like he must have had like an AEW hoodie so or something on. And he said he saw my shirt and instantly became an asshole to everything. <laughs> I was great. like, that, that is true professional. <laughs> and didn't and you say he had? Didn't you say he had a tweet go out midway through the match to be like, I should, this match should be over by now. Yeah. Yes. It was incredible. <laughs> That's was great. So, oh yeah. Although it's... I have to say the one thing it's a routine now, how he cheats. It's like, he tries to use the belt. Right. He does or he doesn't. And then the ring comes out. He succeeds wins. I'm like, okay, yeah. we've seen this movie a few times. Like let's. It's yeah. also, it's also a routine out every match. He's he injures his knee. Yeah. And yeah. every single match he injures his knee and like spends the last half of the match selling the knee like it is you're right he has a definite routine which now that he's champion he should be switching it up a bit yeah that that was yeah. my uh nitpicking about it i suppose it, man, I, I i totally agree the the ring having him win it four years in a row i, I disagree with that from the beginning because people forget that it exists I forget that it's a thing you can win. I just take it as right. like that's his ring. <laughs> right. Like he just has a ring that he uses. Like how, how William Regal used to use brass knuckles. I just figured like, oh yeah, that's MJF's thing. He has this big ring. And not yeah. that it's like a thing that you can wrestle for. Yeah, win it every year. Like it's, I don't know. Um, On TV, the crowd came off is like pretty 50-50 until about halfway through the match. And then it went more towards Tanahashi. But was it? Like, did MJF have more at the beginning? MJF had, like, MJF chance, just because I think people were excited to see MJF. Uh, but true. any anytime he did anything heelish, he got immediate huge booze. <laughs> but it was just, I think people were just excited to see him. And he, it was the first, like, main card match, so people were just excited. Um, but yeah, by the end of it, he he was definitely getting jeered more than at the beginning. And, I mean, obviously he was going to win. I mean, everyone could see that coming, 
do you it both to, to both of you i'm gonna throw you a curveball do we live in a time that a, a, an aew champion could be from another company let's say that will there ever be a time when they lose <laughs> i don't think so i mean why would you have your belt your main belt especially not even be on your tv shows and stuff because they're in a different promotion uh, yeah i agree but, I would like I would like to see it, but not like the problem is the timing of Forbidden Door because especially this year because like all yeah. is on and then all out is on. If there was if Forbidden Door was at a time when the AEW didn't have any like a huge event coming up, I could see and and New Japan did like say someone from New Japan won it right before Wrestle Kingdom and oh, then okay. defended it at Wrestle Kingdom and then came back to AEW and like lost it the next week or something yeah right? that would make sense it's just people forget that you know going back and forth to japan that's like a 16 hour flight and stuff yeah, it's not I easy i don't know how these guys fly in wrestle multiple times and then fly right back like danielson and mox are like they'll do anything i know <laughs> just, just go ahead. Yeah. if just you told go. either of them you have to fly to japan back and forth five times this week they'd be like okay that's fine do I get to wrestle? Okay, I'll do it. Just flying <laughs> the West Coast and back over five, six days about killed me. I'm still not back to normal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how those people do that. Doesn't Mo it, Mox is there like pretty frequently? Isn't he? Where Japan? Yeah, he was just. I know he was just there. Yeah, yeah, he's there like relatively often for someone who doesn't live in Japan. <laughs> Well, especially having to go from Cincinnati. I mean, that's at least like three or four connecting flights. Right. Yeah, there's not very oh. many direct, you know, Cincinnati, Tokyo flights. Uh, there's zero. <laughs> zero. Oh, that just sounds awful. I, yeah. I hate to fly. I don't want to talk <laughs> about bad flights. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we started the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament. Yes. Uh, and... I mean, obviously, this was going to go over very well in Canada, but it was just so good to see when, you know, uh, Justin Roberts announced that it was the opening match, and they just said Owen Hart, and the crowd went nuts. It was so yeah. cool to see. Yeah, uh, it was great. And we had Satoshi Kojima versus CM Punk, and <laughs> unbelievable television. The reaction to CM Punk was <laughs> insane. Yes, <laughs> I like, hope it I hope it came across as insane because it was insane. Oh, it totally did. <laughs> like, it like, was as like, mixed as mixed could be. Yeah. But like yeah. loud, so yeah. loud. Because people would start CM Punk chants <laughs> and then he'd take food. And it would just make the CM Punk chants louder. And that would just make the booze loud. Like it was just like people like trying to cheer over each other. It was it was incredible. <sighs> it was amazing. I was I was so tired just after this match. It was the second match of the show. If they, if it ends there, I'd be like worth my money. It was fine. Like, <laughs> it was great. And, oh, it was it was so good. It, he, like you said, it, like literally, he was controlling everybody, and they didn't even know it. <laughs> like it, it was so yeah, he's so good. Like to, to go back to Collision, um, he came out and like he got booed. Like I I knew he was gonna get booed because they would show like a, a promo for right. Um, fight forever with like hat that had like a cm punk and P he they'd boo him on the promo so like by the time <laughs> his match started like oh i know he's gonna get booed because they were booing every time every time he, he did things not not entire not the whole crowd but like 
a, right. por a portion of the crowd. Um, but then Collision, he, you know, was probably 50, 50, maybe 60, 40 booze. Um, but by the end he was leaving and the crowd was like singing along to cult of personality and he stopped and you could see him like, kind of laughing with Dax and cash being like, ah, oh, they still want to sing my song. Like he thought that was funny. And then kind of like, great. you know, did like the conductor thing to get the crowd to, and then, they, then he got booed. Right. Like it was, it was great. <laughs> um, at forbidden door, I'd say it was more like 70, 30 booze. He was, he was less okay. popular at Forbidden Door than he was at Collision. And he wasn't super popular at Collision. But, like, people care. So, that's good. Oh, it, uh, well, like you said, like, the whole building hated him, but his t-shirt sold out. Right. <laughs> and everybody had one on. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's laughing all the way to the bank. So, he's, he's <laughs> and, and, like, the fact that he, I mean, obviously knew, like, I knew he was going to get booed, so he recognized it, too. Um, he wasn't quite a heel. He was kind he was like kind of yes. mocking the crowd. Like he would do something and then give like a little smile to the crowd and like the, the Hogan thing with the, the leg drop, which I thought was a yeah. outstanding. Um, oh, it was wonderful. He wasn't a heel. Like at the end of the match, he shook his opponent's hand and helped them up and like bowed to him. Like he was still acting like a face, just like kind of a smarmy face. It was mm -hmm. great. He looks like he's having a blast. Yeah, he yes. looks like he's having fun for like the first time. Yeah. Yes. In a very yeah. long time. Even he's he even looks like he's having more fun than the original return. I agree. Like, he just literally looks like, okay, all that other stuff is blah. Like I'm just gonna go out there and do my dream job. And yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, or like, like, like he like he was he was like laughing along with like Dax and Cash like at the show. Like he was like he was having fun with it. Like he was happy. Like it, what he wasn't like. I know before the show there was a lot of people be on online being like oh he's gonna get booed and he's gonna hate it and he's gonna complain right but no he like he thought it was great like he you could right. tell he thought it was great like he was he he loved it he's having a great time it's it's good to see i'm happy and out of this this whole weekend i've loved now that uh fake tweets that people make and put the uh wrestling observer online right. tag <laughs> at the bottom and it'll be like cm punk went through the express line at the grocery store and had 13 items instead of 12. The locker room's <laughs> mad. It's so good. Not to make this a whole <laughs> CM Punk conspiracy thing again, but like the observers either being like they're in on something or they're listening to like the completely wrong people because <laughs> like Sean Ross Sapp will say like, oh, everyone was happy that he was back and they'll immediately have a report that no, everyone was actually mad. Like it's, yeah. it's weird that they're so opposite from what everybody else says it's it's strange hey you need an inside guy that's how they get <laughs> the clicks yeah, yeah it's true it's true um, and i'm not saying that like now that you know punk and the bucks are best friends or anything like i don't think they are but like they all seem like they're having a good time so yeah that's good and they both realize again they're both gonna laugh all the way to the bank <laughs> so I mean, and I don't know how you couldn't hear the crowd at this show, like the the pro Kenny Omega crowd and the reaction CM Punk got, and not go like these guys have to be in a match together, like they have to be. Oh, dude, I, my theory is Punk and Omega are going to be in the draft, like they're going to be a tag team. That's oh, okay. All going to yeah. start. Yeah, because like you can't hear that reaction as even as a as a as a professional wrestler whose whole job it is to get a reaction. 
right. you can't hear that reaction and not go, ooh, we should lean into that because that's yeah. going to be even not even money wise. Like not even if you're going to make more money because maybe they all have guaranteed contracts and they don't make more money, right? Like, but just to have that reaction, I'm like, they want that. Yeah. And, and just to have that much fun, like, yeah, again, yeah. you know, oh, anyways, Punk One Queen. Um, yes, it, yes, it was. There it is. Uh, Punk One Queen. Um, does he win the whole Owen tournament? Uh, the way it's lined up, I think he makes it. To, oh, he's going to end up possibly end up facing Samoa Joe next round because Samoa Joe is facing Roderick Strong. Correct. And then and Roger the winner beats. Yeah, so I think they'll do Punk Joe, which would be amazing. I think out of the other side, it looks. I think Ricky Starks will come out, and I think we'll get Punk yeah. Starks because it seems like Punk has his like guys that he wants to help get more over, and FTR okay. or some of those guys, um, Bullet Club Gold or those guys, and it seems like Ricky Starks is one of those guys. I think Ricky Starks is going to win it. I think he's going to beat Punk. Oh, that'd be great. I'm down I'm okay for that. With that. Yep, I'm down for that. Uh, that's oh. I mean that could just be wishful thinking, but that's what I want to see happen. Hey, that's great. <clears throat> um, if the the two main events weren't on this card, and I'm saying two main events because uh, Danielson and Okada was main event, even though it wasn't <laughs> right. Uh, the international championship was it. It would have been a semi main event, but it was. The third match of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really good. Orange oh, Cassidy. This Orange Cassidy reign is incredible. I, I, I one thousand percent was convinced he was not winning this match. Yeah, like, ah, uh, um, it, it. This match, it, I think it had the most fun factor, but it was also like the most one of the most entertaining, like all around. Yeah, know. it was a good mix of like wrestling and then some fun. Like Orange Cassidy is obviously yeah. fun. Daniel Garcia has his like little dance that he does that's fun. Like it's yeah, yeah. It, it was a good it was good to put it where it was too because the crowd was really like either mm -hmm. angry or happy for punk <laughs> and then kind kind of not not that this was a cool down match, but this was kind of like, oh, everyone will enjoy this. Like this will be fun for yeah. everyone. So it was it was a yeah. good spot to put it in. Uh, yeah, I feel like the pacing of the show was really good. Yeah, especially because especially because it was so many matches, they they managed to get them all in, and nothing felt rushed or or crazy. Like it was it was good. In in hindsight, even the Jericho match was placed perfectly, and when we get there, I'll explain why. All right. Um. Yeah, th this this run that Orange Cassidy is on is, I mean, you could take what jade did and that's incredible but this is i mean this is on a weekly basis this dude is putting on banger after banger hasn't he didn't banger. say that um he's either tied or i think he's tied with <clears throat> number of chances from, or, or now he's ahead i'm not sure oh wow he's either tied or passed jade by one for number of title defenses any aw title well that's i see i didn't even know that. that's awesome so there you go it's even more impressive now. You're right. It's been it's been incredible matches every time. Yeah, because yeah. they're not squ squashes either. They're legit. Right. And they're telling stories like that. He's getting 
he's getting more tired, but also more like determined to win. At the beginning, he was just like, eh. And now he yeah. like now you could tell if he lost, he'd be crushed. Like he he wants to keep doing this. Like it's it's great. Oh, it's, it, it, well, who beats him first off? I don't know. He's beaten everybody who I thought could beat I him. No, <laughs> I really thought Swerve, but he beats Swerve. So now I don't know. Like, it, I I was trying to think. Like I don't know. Takeshita makes sense. Yeah, but but like, do you give it to someone? Like, I guess it would make sense. Like, give it to someone who wouldn't, you know, uh, defend it as much, right? You know, like kind of slow it down a little bit. But right. I, I don't know. Do you give it to someone like? I don't know. It's like I it just I don't know who could. It, it's you're taking. A, I don't want to say a legacy, but like you're taking something that's really hot and you're passing it off to someone else that might cool it off real fast. Yeah, they, whoever you put it on has to be able to do a good job. Not the same job, yeah. but they have to do they have to do a good job. Like like yeah. like with like you had to give it to someone like Chris Statlander who was going to be able to do a good job with it. You can't give right. it to. You're right. I can't give it to someone who's like going to wrestle once every month because that's going to like. Yeah. The title. It's, oh, it's just it's. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision, but <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I don't know. Um, but anyways, it was a great match. Um, Orange retains, but at the end, we had the uh, the three way stare down. Do you think we're going to get literally title versus title versus title at All In? I mean, yeah. I don't know if they what they how they do that though because. Is someone gonna? I guess. I guess you could win both the ROH and then AEW titles, and that would be fine. Because right. I feel like they're not gonna give the the New Japan title to someone from AEW, and they're probably. I mean, they might give the international title to someone from New Japan. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe Zach, Zach Saber Junior. winning it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe I could see that. I don't know, but I that match is gonna be unreal when that yes. happens. Agreed. Uh now moving right along this is the uh the match that biddy she she got the bonus point for even though she didn't <laughs> need it but the iwgp heavyweight championship sonata versus jack perry um i thought they did a heck of a job on tv and if you didn't know who sonata was or even his legacy in new japan they had the video package for him yeah, I watched pulled. I watched that outside, like not at the show, but I watched it separately. Okay. You're right. I, literally, his, however many years he's been there, they did it and they gave you the 90 second version and you were all caught up. It was right. very cool. Yeah. Um did they play that there? That's my first question. Uh maybe you couldn't hear whenever they did videos. Oh, so awesome. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the same one or not. I yeah, I don't know. I also and went then, to get food, so I don't. They might have played it while I was in the hallway. Oh, geez, you just lost so many nerd points. <laughs> I know. I left at some point. Now, now we have Biddy not watching the pre-show. We have me <laughs> leaving to go get food. How dare you eat? I know. <laughs> um. It, it, anyways, you you said there that everybody from even the New Japan people, like people, knew who they were. Yeah. Um. So people did get the weight of this match in person that's was my final yeah question. and they were pretty far behind sonata like jungle boy gets a pop because people like his theme song 
which I think probably okay. have to, I'm assuming he'll have to get rid of now. Oh, I never thought of that. Um, but yeah, the crowd was pretty like it was a good match. They were into the whole match, but I think they were pretty. It was it was very pro Sonata. And and it yeah it it felt that way. Um, I thought the match was good. Um, I thought it could have been better, knowing how it ended. Like I I wish they would have put Jack in positions in the match where like he could have cheated and he would choose not to, and right. then. You know what I mean? Then at the end, when he finally just gave in, it's bah. But like, no, he was Jack Perry the whole match, and then all of a sudden he punched. Yeah, because all it's not like he was like getting you know more and more frustrated throughout the match or anything. Like, yeah, I mean, it was fine. Like, I didn't, I have no complaints. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, it's it's but, awesome. Yeah, it uh, ended so, kind of abruptly too. I thought like it, I don't it know. did have a weird ending. I did make a note. For, it, it, it did have a. It seemed I don't know if they, it was like a time thing, but it seemed rushed. The yeah. end. I don't yeah. know. Um, okay, so after the match, Jack Perry turns on Hook on the ramp. What, what, do you, what are your thoughts? I thought it was awesome. I liked it. I You could kind of tell it was going to happen. Um, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't think he was going to turn on at this show. I thought he was going to like be mad at him for not being in his not having his back enough or something. And then like slowly they'd break up and split. I didn't think he'd turn on this abruptly. My only problem with it was he should have beat him up more. Ah, uh, yeah. He like, he, he clotheslined him and then like, that was bad. But like, it, I thought it would have been worse if like, he would have like, you know, really beat him down. Like, like obviously like gone out of his way to hurt him. Then he like, oh yeah, that, right. that, that guy's just a jerk. Like it was, it could have been more, more mean but i liked it i thought it was great now the, the next question is christian behind it i don't know i i kind of want him to go back to christian because that would be cool but i kind of <laughs> want to see what he does without christian but like i don't know i think he does need to be with someone because he's like heels have to like cut promos where they explain themselves and not that he can't right cut a promo, but like he can't put a promo like you know someone like christian can right so it's oh, there's it changed the landscape a little bit, and I, I I dig it. So it was the I mean it was the right time to do it because he was kind of he's yeah. kind of like he was kind of flailing, not flailing, like not doing terribly, but like compared to like the other you know pillars in the pillars match, like he was clearly he's not yes doing as well as any of them are, and I think kind of that was by design, like to that to make that the story. Um, but I yeah, it was the right time to do it. And I want to see what he's going to do next, which is good because you want to see what something like that's that goal. Um, right. I want to see if I hope he comes out and he's like not Jungle Boy. He's just Jack Perry and he wears like jeans and a jacket, like a leather jacket or something and like has a new song. And like he's I want him to have a whole new I don't want him to just like be the same guy, yeah. but he's mean, but he's mean now. I hope he does a whole new character. I I, I totally agree. And I think he has to beat hook that and like, and it won't be like clean. It'll be like, he will cheat to do it. It'll be hooks first loss, but it'll have like little asterisks by it. it yeah. It'll be him as being hated. Yeah. yeah. I, that's my, I so really like, I really like that. He like, he started off going, I'm going to win a singles title this year. And he went after like the AEW world title and didn't win that. He's like, well, I didn't <laughs> say single title in AEW. I'm going to go after the IG, IWGP. Oh, I can't yeah. win that either. Okay. Well, this title is not even a real title. I'm going to go after that one. 
<laughs> right. It seems like he's he's I think he is gonna win it, and I think he's gonna act like it's like a huge accomplishment, and they're gonna have to be like, you know, that's not a real title. Right. right? That's that's just like a hook thing. That's not like an actual uh, see now I want that to happen. That's awesome too. <laughs> uh Biddy, you I also saw suggest, saw someone suggest he should join Bullet Club, which I thought I think that's a great Ooh, idea. That's a fantastic idea. But yes, Biddy, sorry, we're talking too much. Yes. No, that's okay. I just I didn't get to see that match, so you're not oh, getting well. your your chance to gloat about Jungle Boy, though. I know I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sick. your idea was actually would be a really great idea if he like acted like a smarmy famous guy. That would be really good. That would that would be wonderful. If he was like you know the rich kid and like just acted like really full of himself and yeah had like fancy clothes and sunglasses and like showed up in sports cars, that would be fun. Yeah. Then you'd have like. Then what would MJF be though? Yeah, he could be. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that could be that could eventually be a feud of like you know you're not actually as rich as I am. I'm even richer than you. I'm even more oh, famous than you. That would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that made me happy. Um, this was the the next match was probably one of the. The matches that could have went anyway, and I don't think anybody would have cared, it, no matter which way it went. It was BCC versus the Elite. Um, this would have been my match of the night if not for the obvious match of the night. Right. I love. I loved this match. I thought it was great. It was, oh, it was, it was a lot of fun. It yeah, was so it was much fun. Yeah, like wrestling wise, it like obviously wasn't the greatest, you know, technical wrestling, but like the stories in it, the emotion in it, the the various you know, seeds for the future they plan. Like they're the, all yeah. the guys in this match are so good at like telling a story through the course of the match. It was yeah. great. I loved it. Takeshita looked like a, out like a huge rock star. It was it, it, everything about it was good. He was definitely well, the MVP of that match. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just saying it right now, if, any human would ever try to really fight Ishii, like I would not want to see. <laughs> I would not want to see how that would end. Yeah, that dude. Like, I literally think he's made out of like some sort of synthetic material, not, <laughs> like skin. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, ah, oh, dude's a beast. Um, and Mox and Eddie when they were oh. beating the when they were beating the hell out of each other, I just kept thinking like, poor Renee's backstage and like. <laughs> <laughs> her husband and like one of her good friends are just beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. Again, sure though, she like seems to it by now. Oh, she's seen worse. Oh. I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, though, if it wasn't for obviously the the Kenny Osprey match, like even like the the emotional aspects of this match were incredible. Like this yeah. was a very like storyline match. Emotion, like the stuff with Eddie was he's so good at like making you care and making you care about his character yeah. and like yeah, it was it was great it was great it, it was it was just so much fun uh what do you think's next for eddie because he he like he he kind of upset the bike bucks when he like pushed mox out of the way uh, i i i don't know um i i thought he was gonna beat claudio and become the ring of honor champion but I mean, I guess that could still happen, but it definitely seems like they're not going to take Eddie off of AEW TV 
anytime soon. So no, because now he's in a storyline with like Mox and the Bucks, and like he's well, yeah, he's in like the center of this now. So yeah, that's true. So I guess they're just gonna ride that. I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but do you think he is he is he gonna be like torn between the two sides? Is he gonna go out on his own? Is he gonna pick? I mean, he picked a side in this match, but you could tell he wasn't really happy about it. He still doesn't really you know like any any of these guys. Um, where do you think he goes? I I I think he's gonna end up with Mox, but something's gonna happen with Claudio. Uh, it, I mean, they've they've been that's been a wrestling storyline for 17 years. They're not just going right. to throw that away. Right. So, yeah. He's not just going to be friends with them. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, I was thinking like what they could do is like Eddie's in the G the, what the G one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe Claudio could like, like interfere in his match over there and like, make him lose his match and then mox would be like come on that's too much like you don't interfere with the man's work you know what i mean yeah okay i could see that and then and then like throw him out of the bcc or something i don't know just like have him do something it would be like even too much right uh that's just my opinion yeah i could see that though mox being like yeah we like we fight in the ring we don't like yeah okay yeah. i could see that so i don't know that's uh but this just all in all that this match was it's like super fun. <laughs> now apparently blood and guts is coming up. They want to do it in Boston. Yes. I don't know when that is. It's yes. in July, I think. Fifteenth. Um, yeah. Danielson obviously won't be in it. Right. So do they just do this match again without the new Japan guys? Or what do you think they do for that? I mean, that, that does make sense to just, you know, re-roll it with that, without the new Japan people. Um, yeah, what the hell? Just do it. That'd be that'd be great. <laughs> I'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm down. Whatever. Uh oh man. July 15th. It's gonna be fun. It's a big summer. Lots going on. It is lots. And then well, we'll, we'll get there. The yeah. women's championship was on the line next. Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. Willow seemed more over than Tony Storm. Yeah. Oh, Willow was super over. Like when her music hits, people go crazy. Like she's people, people love her and they should. Uh, she's great. Oh, she's uh, awesome. Uh, I definitely thought we were going to see Mercedes during this. Like, even if it was like a, like a video or something. Yeah, yeah. I thought so too. And I think, I think the crowd kind of thought, so I heard a lot of people talking that they thought they would see her. Um, and I felt bad that this match was where it was because it was a good match and I wanted to see it, but everyone knew it was coming before the two main events. Yeah. So you could see how like a significant portion of the crowd like left to go, you know, washrooms or food or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I don't blame anyone because you weren't going to leave during the two big matches, but like it, it was too bad that this match ended up in that spot because it was a good match and people like all these wrestlers. So yeah and uh, it was it was it was a good match um i i hated the end i didn't hate that it was a heel win i just thought it was too predictable like everybody knew that tony storm was going to win that match right. it shouldn't have been a heel win it should have just been a clean win right i mean 
I don't know. Willow yeah, I do think that maybe they were kind of protecting Willow, but yeah, I agree. It, it, that's what I was just going to say. Like Willow doesn't really need protected because she's the New Japan strong champion. Like she has that to fall back on. I don't know. What uh, did you think of uh, Sky Blue and Britt Baker watching backstage? Um, I, I thought it was, I don't know, I, I have mixed feelings because all of a sudden yeah. Sky Blue is <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't want there to put her in a situation that's too far above her head yet. Not anything against her, but I don't know. Yeah. I but, mean, if, if it's her and Tony Storm and Britt Baker, like obviously she's significantly less experienced than either of them. Right. Uh, that's that's just me but biddy and it was i i just thought it was a little odd yeah it just it, it didn't make any sense it yeah like i don't know i i feel the same way that i was just kind of like okay that's kind of not needed <laughs> i mean i guess they're <laughs> trying to advance a storyline but i don't know it just felt weird yeah for sure it it did feel weird um but I don't know. It is what it is. Do you like where does where does Brit fit into all this? Is is she going to stay the like super baby face, or do we get heel Brit Baker again soon? I think it depends I mean, on when Jamie comes back. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, that makes sense because they're not obvious. Gonna, they're not going to turn her heel and have it not be on Jamie. That's what I was just gonna say. She obviously has to turn on Jamie, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh okay. Well, so we got let's see. Well, we really don't know how long Jamie's out for, correct? Right. No. So we got a little bit more time of babyface Brit. Yeah. Um now, as as you said, this was your match of the night. It's probably the match of the year or decade or century. I've, <laughs> You could just keep uh, adding years. The competition in my mind it has for match of the year is their other match that they had earlier in the year. Exactly. <laughs> um, IWGP US Heavyweight Championship online, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. And since we've started this, I've always told you my favorite wrestling match of all time, WrestleMania 3, Macho Man versus Ricky Dragon Steamboat. This is now number two to that match it just skipped everything and it's it it'll never surpass that but it is number two it was so good it was like it was so good technical wise good storyline wise good like it was it was the most emotional wrestling match like i know i was there but it was the right. most emotional wrestling match i've seen like where like everyone was like <gasps> the whole time like it was it was yeah it was incredible incredible it, yeah I haven't watched the version yet. I have. I, I don't usually watch wrestling matches twice because, like, for me, part of the thing is like not knowing what's going to happen. That's the exciting part. Right. Um, but I, I have to watch the actual TV version of it because it was, it was great. Yeah, you do. And yeah, they... it, it, like I'm not, I'm not grossed up by gore very easily. But like, when Will Osprey like took the you know bump off the stairs and his head just was pouring blood. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. I was like, that's yeah. that's pretty brutal. That and slamming Kenny's head off the table, the announcer table. Like, I mean when he when he licked the blood off of his arm, I was oh, like, that oh was, okay. <laughs> that was 
when when he when he did the flag thing, yeah. Uh, I I how somebody didn't kill him. I was very surprised. <laughs> I loved it because it was first. It was it was so Shawn Michaels. Like Shawn Michaels did the yeah. exact stuff with the flag. Also, the yeah. part I really really liked was he knocked the flag out of those kids' hands, yeah. right, and took it. And then later, Kenny took someone else's flag and yeah. gave it to the. And I remember thinking, like, what about that first guy? Like, now yeah, that guy lost his flag. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> I could just see that guy being like, excuse me, guys. Um, that's, that's mine. <laughs> I, I brought that. I paid money for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch any of uh, Osprey's um, uh, press conference afterwards? No, I read like I read some of the quotes from it, but I didn't watch it. Well, he, he talks about that moment and, uh, you know, he, he said something to the media. He's like, oh, you know, uh, you know, am I in trouble for what I did with the flag? And he looks over at Tony Khan and Tony's like, hey, you don't work for me, man. So that, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and and then like he was like, well, I'll, I'll tell you why I did it. And he was like, I was just walking past. And he's like, this little kid said something that he shouldn't have said to me. <laughs> and, and he was like he was like i questioned his parents and their ability to be parents so he was like i had to put a stop to it nice that was, was great like, that is the greatest response to anything i've ever heard speaking of little kids i felt really bad because like we were like, obviously like we were high was high up but there was a, like a mm -hmm. girl who i don't know she was like nine ten years old and she went down with i'm assuming her dad or like old, like male caregiver um they went down they walked down to like the barrier and he, she had like a kenny omega sign that she was holding up when kenny omega came out you could tell like the guy whoever right. was with her was just like oh yeah hold up your sign so kenny can see it like she was like really and then like i remember thinking about her during the match being like she loves kenny omega and he's like getting <laughs> smashed through a tape bleeding <laughs> everywhere and then like like is she like is that child traumatized now <laughs> yeah that, so oh. did the Tiger Driver 91 look as brutal live as it did on TV. It looked bad. Can you tell from that high up? It looked bad. Like, I knew it was bad when I saw it. But then, like, I watched the, the clip. It looked worse on TV. Like, seeing it on, seeing yeah, the TV I, version of it was like, oh, how did he continue to move after that? that? Like, yeah. Again, I'm not, I'm not easily, like, you know, grossed out or, like, you know, I'm pretty even keel. But that made me, like, gasp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I was just like, oh, shit, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was a scary moment. Like, so I, I turned my head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I assume he's fine. But like, yeah, it, yeah, it looked they, bad. They came out after and they said they're both fine. Yeah. I'm like, how? I mean, how do you do? How do you land directly on your head and not like break your neck? I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that's I like. I was like, "Oh no, he's dead." Yeah, I was legit it was scared. Bad. I, I don't know how they. Oh. I don't know how yeah, you. I mean, that. I get. I, I still get a little weirded out with pile drivers, like. And that uh, yeah, that was beyond, yeah that's and that wasn't even like a pile driver like you the 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 guy doing no. it can like kind of hold your head between his knees so it right. doesn't like but like yeah this he right. just got dropped right on his head <laughs> that's yeah. literally all that happened <laughs> yeah it, that was yeah that was yeah, that match was nuts that now the, osprey i mean at one point like 
they zoomed in on his face after he was beating Kenny's head off the announce table, and he legit looked like a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, like, his, that guy yeah, is crazy. Ass. His acting in this was incredible. Yeah, I was like, that or guy is act- a hell of an actor. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. so impressive. The one thing that I think we all kind of had an issue with was Don Callis coming back. Yes. So what did you like, think of like the, the shenanigans? Yeah, that was my problem with it. I was I was problem. fine with I was fine with like the shenanigans with the screwdriver and like the interference. Like it, it worked at least in the arena to like get the crowd really into it because now it's like oh it's not just Kenny Omega against Will Osprey now Kenny has to fight you know everyone. It's in in the moment it felt like oh it's Kenny against like everybody and it made you right. more into the match. But yeah, why? What's the point? If you could just come back after you get thrown out, <laughs> right? What's right. the point? Like. <laughs> I, I in, in my head, I, they've never done, they've never explained this in wrestling, but in my head, it was always like, oh, if the referee throws a manager or someone out of the match and they come back, like that's a disqualification, I assumed. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's like because... Soraya and Ruby got thrown out. They didn't come back. Right. Yeah. If you could just come back, then who cares about getting thrown out? Just come back. Like it doesn't. Right. It, it's it like, I just don't get, like throw him out after the screwdriver stuff or something. Don't throw him out and then have him come back and be like, "Oops, okay, I guess I can't get rid of him." Or have Kenny, you know, Kenny chased him up the ramp. Have Kenny chase him all the way to the back, and he's gone for a while. If they want him to leave right. and come back, like <laughs> do it right. that way. Don't have like the referee throw him out because yeah, it, if you could just show up again, who cares about getting thrown out of the match then? Yeah, like I, I remember. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Biddy. Go ahead. Oh no, it's okay. I was just saying that's the only flaw with this match. Yeah. Was that and weird weirdness? Yeah, and that's I agree. I think what Rick's solution would have made a little more sense because like him just running away or being chased away, like yeah, then you could just come back. Like, oh, the match Kenny had to go back to wrestling, so it was safe, so he came back. Right. It it what I think they should have done. Don Callis gets thrown out and he should have had like, I don't know, one of those guys with the mask on, like that didn't get thrown out. That could have just been anybody. Like why couldn't yeah. he get the screwdriver over? We knew they or were have him or him. have him sneak back, right? Like come through the crowd and slide it to him when the, the ref's not looking yeah, and then run away he, again. Like he had to, yeah. he had to sneak his way in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's like 20 different ways they could have done it a lot better. Yeah. Instead of just walk directly down the aisle. Right. And the referee's <laughs> like, oh, he's back. All right. Let's just continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ref's like, get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, but yeah, right. That was the only possible negative on this match because otherwise it was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Will Ospreay won. New, he's the new IWGP US Heavyweight Champion. Uh, looks like we're going to get. Uh, the third of the trilogy at uh at Wembley, which unreal. Yeah, and I'm uh, guessing Osprey probably wins that one too, because they wouldn't have him lose at Wembley, would they? No, that's the that's the, that's the full passing of the torch right there. Yeah, you I know, think I think you're right. Now, do they? Is it going to be some sort of? Do you put it in a cage? That's my next question. I wouldn't, because it would make it worse. I think you do something. You might want to add some sort of stipulation, but not not a cage because they did so much cool stuff outside of the ring that that's a true. cage would prevent them from doing that. Oh, man, that's going to be 
Uh, maybe you, maybe you do something like if anyone shows up at ringside, you're fired or something just to like get rid so of interference. Like, but yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. And then Don can also just show up anyway, and no one will care. <laughs> no one yeah. will care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be great. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Okay. Now the match that pretty much a lot of people had a problem with: Sting, Darby. And I'm just gonna say Naito because I don't pronounce his right. name. <laughs> Versus Jericho, Sammy, and Suzuki. Uh, the match itself was eh. Uh, it was fine. Like it's what it's yeah. what I expected from it. I yeah. mean, what, what do you expect when a 63 and a 50 year old man go at it? Right. Like, it was yeah. yeah. I I it was it was just for the moment of like Sting and Jericho being together. Like it was cool, but it was I right. didn't expect much from the match. Now, the reason this match was put there, it was put there on purpose because this was the only match of the night that if they were running out of time, it could have been cut and nobody would have cared. Remember right. like when I said earlier uh, that, that match was put there for a reason? That's why. And That's it was kind the... of like a cool down. Like you did, you did need a bit of a cool down after that. Yeah. I just thought it was too long. Like I thought it was, it was like 15, way too long. It was like 15 minutes, I think. Like. Yeah. I understand a cool down. People want to, you know, go to the washroom, grab a drink or something before the the, the, the final match. But it could have been right. half. It's, it could have been seven minutes long and still given people that option of like being able 100%. to run out and grab like Because by the time that match was, I, I was, I was texting both of you being like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to see this. Just get to the main <laughs> event. Like, I, I don't want to <laughs> see this anymore. Like, <laughs> I wanted to see Sting and I saw Sting and that was cool. But like, I could have seen Sting for five minutes. I didn't need to see that whole thing it, right uh, it was but i understand why it was there uh but it, it is what it is i honestly couldn't even tell you who won because i didn't even write it down so <laughs> uh uh the darby sting nato darby sting nato okay yeah that's that's why jericho uh, was mad and demanded the, re oh, the rematch the, yes the, the tag match which that's where sammy turns on jericho i mean i'm assuming I thought yeah. I thought he might have turned at this show, but he didn't. So, well, so Sting was supposed to get off the table. Yeah, <laughs> that was confirmed. He did not. Yeah, get oh, off really? the table. Yeah, no. Yeah. He I, I watched it as it happened. He tried to roll at the last second and just waited a, like a second too long because he was in. Oh. He was in the yeah. pro. He was in the process of rolling off, and then Sammy went through the table. Oh wow! See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it's Sting fine. Sting probably helped Sammy a little bit. I mean, he took a majority of that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, well, main event, uh, Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okata. Yes. And my God, uh, if Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega didn't exist, this would have been the match of the night or year yes. or decade yeah. or millennium. Uh, it's I agree. Still wonderful. I think it was shorter than it should have been, and now obviously we know why because Danielson right. yeah. broke his arm and then he continued to wrestle. Like I, I, but like it seemed to me like it ended abruptly. I thought they were going to do another 10, 15 minutes because yes. of how the match was unfolding. And obviously, in retrospect, and now that we know, like I understand. Um, so yeah. I'm not gonna like I wasn't let down by it, but I was expecting a more epic match, and it makes total sense that we didn't why we didn't get it and that's fine um but it, yeah it was good i liked it okay so 
how awesome was it when the final countdown hit? <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah, that was incredible. Oh. Funny story. Funny, funny story. Um, you know how it starts off with like, it's not the song. It does this like kind of like build up oh, yeah, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, my kid loves that song because he's heard it at hockey games like before oh. yeah, overtime. So like when we're playing hockey games at home, if it's if we end up in overtime, we'll play that song. And he loves oh, it. He like awesome. wants to hear it. So I've heard that song thousands and thousands of times. Um, <laughs> so when even like the first little hint of I knew that was the song. And I screamed and like everyone around me was just like, what's going on? And then like two seconds later, they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That is amazing. It was. Yeah, that was that was outstanding. I was so happy. And Tony Khan paid for the use of that song for one night, the equivalent yes. of a wrestler's contract. Yeah. So. You can tell that it was for one night because at the end of the first of all, at the end of the show, Danielson, now we know, broke his arm. Um, yeah. He was walking around not moving his arm, and I thought he was just selling. I didn't realize he was actually hurt. But, like, he gave a speech to the crowd, and then he went around and, like, high-fived people with his working arm and, like, did guest <laughs> chants and, like, took photos with people. Like, he went around and did selfies with, like, everybody in the front row. And he was singing with them. Like, he was yeah, – it was, it was incredible. incredible. Um, but then, like, he, <laughs> he said on the mic, he's like, I haven't heard that song since 2009 and because we don't like i want to hear it again and now obviously if tony only had it for one night they played it like five times because they're like <laughs> we, own, we, we bought the rights for one night so here we go <laughs> well he also yeah. said he didn't know that that was going to happen so he went on stage oh that's awesome yeah, yeah. they it, that was awesome um now did the the crowds you're gonna get your head kicked in chant come across i don't remember that Cause that was, you know, his ROH, like you're going to get your effing head kicked in. Yeah. The, he said on the, when he first came to AEW, you know, that's in his, his theme, his like current theme. It's like a little clip of that. And he said like, Oh, I hope now that I don't do the yes chance, I hope that comes back because that'd be really, and it hadn't like no one had done it and we did it. And I was so happy. And he was oh, so happy. Awesome. Like as they chanted it, he just started smiling. Like he was so happy. He was like, <laughs> really, he, he was the happiest, like, like other than like punk also being happy. Like Danielson was the happiest person at the show. He was just so happy. Like it was great. <laughs> and even with like, a broken arm, even with a broken, a broken arm, arm, he, arm the, that. the show, he was so happy. Like he was like, yeah, it was great. Uh, he was happy in the, in the media scrum. I mean, <laughs> he, he talked for like 30 minutes. It was unreal. Yeah. Uh, Were you surprised Okada tapped? Yes. I, I mean, was. like, I mean, the move that he had him in was unreal, but like, I right. did not expect the submission finish. No, not at uh, all. I think I think I read he's only tapped like once in New Japan. I think yeah, I read the, the same thing. Excalibur. And it hasn't, I think, it hasn't been it. since like, yeah, it hasn't like been 09 since like or something. 2013 or. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, I think Danielson. Now that we know he broke his arm, I think he made up that move on the spot because he used his leg. I think he was yeah. just like, "I can't use my arm, so this is what I'm going to do." <laughs> like, it was great. Well, it was, it was funny in the media scrum. Um, one of the re reporters asked him. They were like, "You know, you've made a conscious effort to say that you don't like to do the yes chant here. You know, why did you do it tonight?" And he was like. <laughs> Like he was like, I needed to do something, and 
um, I knew I only had one arm and I knew I had to get the crowd into it. And he was yeah. like, I just went back into the corner. I was like, oh, I know how I'll do it. And he's like, yeah, I put my one arm up and everyone followed. Yeah, I was I was surprised <laughs> he did it. And yeah, the crowd needed to get into it because like the match was good. None of no one was disappointed with the match, but like it was midnight and we were tired. Yeah. So like he needed to do something to get the crowd into it. And I, yeah, that was it was absolutely the perfect. The only thing I didn't like with this match was I know he was stalling for time because he broke his arm. So again, I'll give him a break. Right. Uh, like the the shaking, like the fake seizure when he was on the floor, that was weird. That was yeah, that, weird. That wasn't cool. And I didn't know he has a history of seizures. So yeah, I think he yeah, I think he had a seizure at like a WWE show. Oh, yeah, see, I didn't know any of that. That's yeah, yeah you don't mess with that. That's kind that's, that's effed up. Yeah. Yeah, that's I yeah, I I I'll give him a break because he was probably like, oh, I need to I need to stall because my arm is really messed up. So he just thought of something like, but yeah, it was right. it was not the right thing to do, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, uh unreal. Just an unreal show from uh Do you think they ever rematch when Danielson's back? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't just give people that much, you know, right. <laughs> I mean, you almost, I mean, seriously, like I was just going to say the, um, the next one almost has to be like an Iron Man match. It has to be. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be It dope. almost has that'd to be. That'd be really good. Yeah. That'd be really good. Oh, it was so, so good. Um, So all in all, what would you, I mean, what would you rate your full experience? Did it meet expectations? We'll start yeah. there. Yeah, it was great. It was it was outstanding. Um, I was so happy. <laughs> like it was nice. it was fun. Uh, it was it was long, but like you know, it's going to be long going into it. And they're really they 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 possibly get through things a little too fast because I do wish that there was like not intermissions or like you know ten minute video packages. But I kind of wish there was some time to like go out and grab a drink when any yeah. didn't have to any didn't have to miss anything. But I get it. You don't. You don't want to. It doesn't want you don't want to be ten hours long. So I understand. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, I was. I loved it. I had a great time. Highly That's... recommend if anyone can go to an AEW thing, especially a pay per view. You should go. It's great. Yeah. That, that's that's the next the next uh, Pittsburgh step. Pittsburgh. We need we need the pay per view. They need to get a yeah. better arena. They're not going to have it in in that arena. <clears throat> No, they're definitely not. Uh, ROH maybe, but they wouldn't have AEW with only what nine thousand seats. Nah. Yeah, you need to have a you need to have the the um PPG. Yeah, I I did Which... watching during the Kenny and Osprey match. I was like, damn, I could have went. <laughs> yeah, I know the, the seat. The seat for me was on sale for a while. I, I sent it to both of you guys. I I know. <laughs> I was so I'm... tired. Like I said, I'm still not recovered from being three hours behind. Yeah. To turn around and oh. drive five hours to Toronto, hours. I probably would have crashed my <laughs> and, car. And then, and then watch a six hour wrestling show. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been dead. I'd have <laughs> yeah. died. Yeah. Danielson came out at the end and goes, Thanks for um, all the cheers. And I know you've been here for like five and a half hours. So <laughs> that was that was great. <laughs> So well, go go with that. Like, what what did you see that we didn't get to see? Because, there was I mean, a there was a dark match before, and now I don't remember who it was. Um, it was uh, Serpentico and Tom yes, Waller. yeah, they had that. Yeah, so I guess he got to be on 
sort of on the show, even though Adam Cole wasn't there. If Adam Cole right. had been there and they did that match, I don't know where they would have fit it in, to be honest. Right. I was thinking the same thing. Like the pacing seemed so great, but they like they axed a match. Where would that have gone? It's not like there was like a bunch of video packages they could have cut out. Yeah, uh, and and it went to like eleven fifty nine, literally almost till midnight. Right. Uh and in the press conference, Tony Khan made uh he let like little inside baseball go. If they would have went. You have like a, I think a, he said a few minute buffer to go over midnight, but if right. you go over like a certain amount of time, you have to pay like a bunch of money. Cause I guess it would be like running a pay-per-view for two different days. Right. Like, I guess that's how it would work. Yeah. And like, he knew that it was like 1159 and like 26 seconds. Of course he knew <laughs> like, and he was like, no, we had plenty of time. And they're like, no, you had like 34 seconds. But <laughs> when he explained like the buffer. and Yeah, I, I know you do. I remember um, hearing Stone Cold Steve Austin saying Vince McMahon used to get mad at him because he would do the, the beer bashes at the end of matches. And he would stretch it out for a long time. And I, it, it, from, I don't know what, what happened in this show, but like his thinking was what his their situation was like, you they paid the crew for like six hours. And oh. if they had to stay on, they had to pay them overtime. Because if it was, and every he would do it every single night and stretch it out, and McMahon would start going, "This is costing me a lot of money. Stop doing this." <laughs> That's amazing. Uh so okay, I'm back to what, what what you saw that we didn't. So you saw Tommy Lawler and Serpentico, which obviously we know how that ended. Yeah, that was basically it. Um, there wasn't really oh, any other okay. matches because the show the the doors opened at like six and then the show started at seven so there wasn't much like we oh okay our stuff for us started at like 6 40. so we only had like 20 minutes of of extra stuff on uh, collision we saw a whole bunch more because they had a whole all right watch rh this week it's good um okay, i can't wait but yeah that's it, it it was fun everything about it was awesome. great um the the aw people are all really good other than the merch situation uh <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great awesome uh, well, does anyone have anything to add before we shut her down? Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a heck of a summer for wrestling. That's what I say. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes I mean, absolutely. E even like the, the video game comes out in a yes. couple days. Yes, I know. And then We've already had the... a fight about who gets to be who, like we're children. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And then the ROH pay-per-view and then uh, all... In, in and then all out and all out in Chicago. That's going to be a thing. That is going to be a thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be. <clears throat> yeah. I wonder what they do for that. Do you think people in Chicago are going to get burned out on like how many AW shows do they have in a year there? Like five? I, yeah, I could see it maybe. But like I, if if it came back here, I would go again. Like I contemplated driving to Hamilton to watch Dynamite, <laughs> and like I just, I just, I just saw ten hours of AEW shows. So, I mean, they're always as long as I, I can see being burned out just from like the, the time and the money. Like you have to spend money to go to all these every time, right? Um, but like they're always good. I can't. So yeah. if you if you have That's the time true. and the money, I can see you because like you're never let down. Like they're always good. 
I mean, the nice thing, Chicago's true. really easy to get to, too. Unlike right. Pittsburgh to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I think, I mean, I've said it before, I think what's holding Pittsburgh back is them not being able to run PPG. They somehow have to get in that building <laughs> yeah until they can run that like like the the dynamite and the rampage that were here last year were in the ahl arena so it's a similar size arena to like where you guys had your shows um and world of difference having it in like an nhl size building. Oh, uh, yeah like completely oh. different experience and your building is very nice by the way and it's from the pictures that you sent that we saw very nice building i'm jealous that i never got to be there yeah, and the the, the I, mean, I was I was not in good seats, like expensive cost wise. Like I was in the second, the upper level, but like mm-hmm. perfect sight lines. You could see everything. Like it was, oh yeah, it was great. There's in any of the new arenas. There's really not a bad seat, right? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, anyways, well, if uh, you know Rick got to, we got to hear some inside information about that, and uh, Forbidden Door was a hell of a show. And it, it just a hell of a summer. It's like I can't even comprehend how much stuff is coming in the next six weeks. I mean, even that article that like I think it was Sports Illustrated that was just like, oh, this was the the top grossing show in AEW history, but it will be overtaken yeah. in two in two months by the yeah. new top grossing show in AEW history. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and. Excuse me. It's a really, well, I think I, yeah, I said it Sunday night. Like, what a time to be alive for wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. We're sure. so yeah, blessed and lucky. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I, I mean, because if AEW didn't exist right now, like, I'm, sh- I mean, I'd be watching like stuff on the internet, but I, I wouldn't be this invested. No, you know, if it wasn't on like a weekly television show, like I mean, I'd pay attention to like the indies to a point, but you know, I wouldn't be going out of my way to find that to scratch that wrestling itch, you know? Right, and I mean, like I haven't watched it in a what like a long time, but apparently WWE is pretty good now too. Like obviously, that's because they have a reason to be. They have competition now. Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago, when when there was no like it was awful so like it, it's <laughs> it's obvious because they have to be so it's helping out i mean if you wanted to there's wrestling on every single day of the week yeah so yeah great time to be a wrestling fan and i mean it's just going to get better so just enjoy the ride um hit us up social media we are at elite city pod on everything uh, we have a website that is, I forget. EliteCityPod.com. I made it so Elite easy for you. I know. <laughs> I, I, I was on a roll and the pod <laughs> slipped off. I couldn't remember if it was on there or not. Um, yes. Anyways, EliteCityPod.com. Um, uh, retweet, like, subscribe. It helps us and it helps people find us better. So um, please keep that up. You. It, fans you've been good with doing that and this has been helping so thank you um because twitter is a hot mess anyways um (laughs) on that note (laughs) uh we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming uh we waited an extra day um 
in case you didn't we see all need we all needed to recover yeah we needed to recover if you didn't see the pay-per-view we gave you an extra day uh probably should have said this was a spoiler cast uh we'll probably put that in the description yeah. i mean Obviously. i think it's kind of common sense Absolutely. if you're listening yeah. to this and didn't expect spoilers then you're stupid and you should feel bad <laughs> absolutely but i shouldn't have waited an hour and 28 minutes to announce that there were spoilers i mean i'm gonna call it forbidden door review so if you haven't seen forbidden yeah. door you're not going to listen to forbidden door review unless exactly you want to know what happened at forbidden door exactly but anyways this well, one guy who's like seething with rage now being like no one told me <laughs> oh i did is just you had to wait an hour and 28 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so that's all uh Anyways, on that note, we will be back to our regularly scheduled uh, Tuesday drops uh, next week. So uh, until then, have a good one and later. Later.